His first stream goes live tomorrow at 3 p.m. EDT. The topics we'll be covering on this episode are Dr. Disrespect officially returns to streaming. Stimulus bill expected next week. Here's when benefits would likely go out. Trump re-implementing 10% tariff on aluminum from Canada. And Capital One slapped with $80 million fine for 2019 data hack. Guy, Dr. Disrespect, Beam, Ben, has returned to streaming, this time on YouTube. His first stream goes live tomorrow at 3 p.m. EDT. The controversial streamer was permanently banned from Twitch in late June for reasons that are still unknown. Though he'd signed an exclusive deal with Twitch back in March, Doctor does not have a similar arrangement with YouTube. Sources close to Doctor say that he plans to experiment with other platforms like Facebook Gaming and his own personal website, The Champions Club. Rod Brislew at Slasher on Twitter, Dr. Disrespect has added a $4.99 join button to his YouTube channel, went live on Instagram just now, and played a parody news report at the end saying that Dr. Disrespect may return to streaming as soon as today. It's not hard to say what all this means. Doctor is itching to get back to streaming and to return to his public in his chat. What's less clear is the event that necessitated this return in the first place. Twitch doesn't comment on bans as a matter of policy, apparently, but whatever happened was bad enough to invalidate an incredibly lucrative contract between one of the most famous streamers in the world and his platform of choice. And... If you have any thoughts on the matter, feel free to leave a comment as to why you think he was banned. As negotiations over the next round of Seaward Relief plotted along, hope emerged that a stimulus deal will be reached by the end of the week. Speaking to reporters, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said that negotiators will try to reach an overall agreement by week's end so that legislation could be passed next week. We are pleased to report that although we still have a lot of open issues, I just want to be very clear. We're not at the point of being close to a deal, but we did try to agree to set a timeline that we're going to try to reach an overall agreement. If we can get one by the end of this week so that the legislation could be then passed next week. While the message was encouraging, significant issues still remain. We're going to work around the clock the next few days to see if we can bridge the issues. Some issues we've been able to agree on, some significant issues are still open. Mnuchin said, negotiations will resume today. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi also sounded a positive note. We agree that we want to have an agreement. And in that case, we then say, that's our goal. Let's engineer back from there as to what we have to do to get that done. Senator Chuck Schumer expressed a similar view. They made some concessions which we appreciated. We made some concessions which they appreciated, he said. What will the stimulus package likely include? Signs emerged that there may be agreement on continuing the $600 unemployment benefit. 
Yesterday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell signaled his willingness to agree to a $600 federal unemployment benefit. Wherever this thing settles between the President of the United States and his team, they have to sign it into law, and the Democrats, a not insignificant minority in the Senate and majority in the House, is something I'm prepared to support, even if I have some problems with certain parts of it, McConnell said. Mr. Mnuchin said that he and Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, proposed reviving the eviction moratorium through the end of the year. The HEALS Act, legislation introduced by Senate Republicans, doesn't include an eviction moratorium. The HEROES Act, enacted by House Democrats, does include a moratorium, and President Trump has signaled his support for reviving the eviction moratorium. As for stimulus checks, there seems to be less disagreement between the parties. Although the details have not been disclosed, based on the provisions in both the HEROES Act and HEALS Act, a $1,200 or $2,400 for married couples who file a joint return stimulus payment for eligible individuals seems likely. Mr. Mnuchin has said that the president supports this amount. It also seems likely that the age of restrictions on rebates for dependents found in the CARES Act will be removed for the second stimulus payment. This would make college students, college student dependents, among others, eligible for the rebate. Of course, the next round of stimulus relief requires passage in both the Senate and the House and approval by Mr. Trump, as Mr. McConnell has noted. There are some Republicans in the Senate who balk at the idea of adding trillions of dollars to the national debt. If you're looking for a total consensus among Republican senators, you're not going to find it. So we do have divisions about what to do. When will benefits go out? The big question on the minds of many is when will the government issue stimulus checks and resume federal unemployment benefits? As for these stimulus checks, the government should release them faster than the first payment sent out under the CARES Act. The first payments took about three weeks to start going out, with many recipients waiting much longer. Mr. Mnuchin said earlier this week, however, that the second stimulus check could go out the following week after the stimulus relief package is signed into law. I could have them out immediately if I could get the bill passed tomorrow. I could start printing them the following week. I could get about I could get out 50 million payments really quickly. Resuming the $600 unemployment benefit, or whatever amount is ultimately agreed upon, is more complicated. Unlike the stimulus check, these benefits don't involve the Treasury simply issuing checks or direct deposits. Instead, the payments are made through state unemployment insurance systems. According to a CNBC report, states made changes to their computer system when the $600 benefit expired. To reverse those changes and resume an enhanced unemployment benefit could still take weeks, even for those states with modernized systems. President Trump said Thursday that he has signed an order to re-implement 10% tariffs on Canadian aluminum. Canadian aluminum has flooded the American market and was poised to kill all our aluminum jobs, the president said. Earlier today, I signed a proclamation that defends American industry by reimposing aluminum tariffs on Canada, Trump said in Ohio after touring a Whirlpool manufacturing facility. 
The aluminum business was being decimated by Canada. Very unfair to our jobs and our great aluminum workers. Trump imposed tariffs on foreign steel and aluminum in 2018 in an effort to protect American manufacturers. Canada responded with their own tariffs on American exports before the two countries eventually agreed to drop the tariffs in May 2019. The White House is arguing that Canada vastly increased exports of aluminum to the United States after the tariffs were lifted, harming domestic aluminum production. Imports of non-alloyed unwrought aluminum from Canada during June 2019 through May 2020 increased 87% compared to the prior 12-month period and exceeded the volume of any full calendar year in the previous decade. The president wrote in the order Thursday. Canada said that Thursday that it would respond with dollar-for-dollar countermeasures on American aluminum. The government of Canada will always stand up for our aluminum workers across the country. We did so when the U.S. imposed aluminum tariffs in 2018, and we will stand up for them again now. WD Prime Minister Christia Freeland said in a statement, in response to the American tariffs, Canada intends to swiftly impose dollar-for-dollar countermeasures. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce opposed the move, saying that it will increase costs for American manufacturers as the price of aluminum goes up. The administration's move to reimpose tariffs on aluminum. From Canada is a step in the wrong direction. U.S. Chamber of Commerce Executive Vice President Myron Brilliant said in a statement Thursday, "These tariffs will raise costs for American manufacturers, are opposed by most U.S. aluminum producers, and will draw retaliation against U.S. exports, just as they did before." We urge the administration to reconsider this move. This move comes just weeks after the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement. Which replaced NAFTA, went into effect. A top banking regulator has fined Capital One eighty million dollars over a data breach last year that exposed the personal information of more than one hundred million people. The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency said Thursday the bank failed to establish effective risk assessment processes before transferring its operations to the public cloud and did not correct the deficiencies in a timely manner. Capital One will also be required to enhance its cybersecurity security defenses and submit a plan to the Federal Reserve within 90 days, outlining how it intends to do so. They must also submit an internal audit. Of the firm's risk management program, the Virginia-based bank said it has already taken steps to tighten security around its customer information, and safeguarding our customers' information is essential to our role as a financial institution. The bank said in a statement, "The controls we put in place before last year's incident enabled us to secure our data before any customer information could be used or disseminated, disseminated, and helped authorities quickly arrest the hacker." In the years since the incident, we have invested significant additional resources into further strengthening our cyber defenses, and have made substantial progress in addressing the requirements of these orders. Prosecutors have accused Page A. Thompson, a former employee of Amazon Web Services, of hacking the bank and charged her with a single count of computer fraud and abuse in U.S. District Court in Seattle. Thompson has pleaded not guilty and is awaiting trial. The data breach involved about 100 million people in the U.S. and 6 million in Canada, making it one of the largest ever data breaches of a big bank. 
And of course, sources are in the description. You can match your money at fortyandbox.com. You can get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. You can invest your spare change automatically with Acorns where they just round up your everyday purchases and put it into like index funds, bonds, company stock. You can learn the four steps to make money online below and all you need is a phone and a computer. And feel free to watch more episodes by clicking here or just checking it out. And feel free, if you like this sort of content, hit the like button, subscribe, or else YouTube most likely will not suggest a future video to you. And you can also listen to this on the podcast down below and future episodes as well in case you're pretty busy and you just want to listen while you go poop or something. <laughs>